0: back to yes x or no audio it is sunday november the 26th 2023 uh, just after 7 30 in the morning here on the eastern seaboard, seaboard of australia and there's birds around nothing i can do about it they live here i'm just visiting so sorry about the background noise and uh, let's get on with the show part one annual headlines oldest to newest going back to the 19th harrett's Israel helicopter fire, quote, hit, end quote, music festival attendees on October 7. U.S. says Israel has, quote, right, end quote, to expand military op- operations in South Gaza, but wants a delay. 31 babies evacuated from Gaza's Al-Shifa hospital. Biden adviser in Israel for talks on preventing Lebanon war, as opposed to current war, Israel's intelligence minister proposes the quote resettlement end quote of Palestinians outside Gaza Gaza health officials say they've lost the ability to count the dead US shared location of aid groups with Israel Israel bombed them anyway ex-Obama advisor says killing 4,000 Palestinian children quote wasn't enough end quote Israeli cabinet approves hostage deal with Hamas. Biden administration worries the pause in Gaza will give journalists more access to expose Israeli atrocities. U.N. relief chief says Gaza war is worst humanitarian crisis he's ever seen. Settler violence, dispossession and displacement accelerate in Hebron amid Gaza war. US doesn't think Israel can make good on hostage deal promises to a- increase aid. Netanyahu says UN isn't doing enough for Palestinians in Gaza. Oh. For the rest of the Middle East, we have Senate passes Bill to suspend military aid to Azerbaijan. Hmm. Yemen's Houthis seize Israeli-linked ship in Red Sea. We'll get to that later, actually. Qatar PM says only minor obstacles preventing Israel-Hamas hostage deal. Iran tells US it doesn't want Gaza war to escalate into regional conflict. US launches second round of airstrikes in Iraq. Israelis strikes two journalists in southern Lebanon. US AC-130 gunship launches strikes in Iraq. Iraqi government vehemently condemns U.S. airstrikes as a violation of sovereignty. U.S. considers redesignating Yemen's Houthis as terrorists. We'll get back to that too. On oh, Ukraine slash Russia. Zelensky, artillery shell deliveries have decreased since outbreak of Gaza war. No shit, Sherlock. Lloyd Austin visits Ukraine, announces $100 million arms package. Russia claims to foil major Ukrainian attack on Crimea. Moving on to China slash the West Pacific, we have US to deploy previously banned missiles to aim them at China. Republican China hawks want $12 billion added to Biden's $105 billion request. US Philippines start three-day joint patrol in South China Sea. In the Other Voices section, we have, first up for Israel-Palestine, we have IDF new real Hamas headquarters while lying about al-Shifa by Gareth Porter at Consortium News. Very good article. Israel's War on Hospitals by Chris Hedges. Typical by Andre Martinov. Never Stop Being Shocked by the Depravity of the Empire by Caitlin Johnston. There are certain things I can not write about by Bernard at Moon of Alabama, in which he basically says, this is really getting to me. I'll tell you what all the other people that I think are interesting are saying. Sort of doing an episode of Week in Review, except, you know, on a daily. And on Ukraine Russia, we have a look at others' notes on Ukraine by Bernard, which is another, yeah, review by him of other people's work. And then we have... Explaining the Failure to Properly Assess Russia by Larry Johnson. It's, 21. it's an interesting article because essentially they, you may recall that was an article in the New York Times about a week ago in which the neocons are going, well, oh, actually, yeah, damn it, we're in trouble in Ukraine. What are we going to do about that? And they sort of give in on, on a bunch of fronts, but then they also hold up to various myths as well. And I can't remember who was reviewing that, goes in and points out exactly which myths they're still hanging on to. And this is another case of that, of looking at uh, a group sort of fessing up and still hanging on to some ideas that are obviously stupid. So um, so it's good Uh, work by Johnson uh, in collaboration with Martinov as it happens. And then we have, uh, in the sort of wider context of geopolitics, we have India's Massive Shift in Military Policy by Bhadra Kumar. Uh, which is a good article uh, and I referenced that briefly in the piece that I did looking at the Maldives. And then we have Newsguards for profit Censorship Model Merges Government and Corporate Power by Lee Fang, republished at Natalia's Place, uh, which is great work by Lee Fang. He's been following up on this for years. Uh, he's doing really good work in the look at the... Public-private partnership on censorship, let's call it that way, shall we? And then we have, A New Mood in the World Will Put an End to the Global Monroe Doctrine, by Vijay Prashad for the tricontinental Institute for Social Research. On the Assange front, we actually have something interesting that happened. You may recall that there's a court case being run in the Southern District of New York with four plaintiffs uh, who I, all four I believe are uh, US citizens and two of them are journalists and two of them are lawyers if I remember correctly. In any case that case is against uh, Pompeo who was then the head of the CIA and the CIA and the judges ruled that the case against Pompeo is unlikely to go much further and you may not go in there. However on the case against the CIA the judge is proving very even-handed and not putting up from any bullshit from the lawyers representing the U.S. government who are defending themselves against allegations of abuse of the Fourth Amendment, unreasonable search and seizure in the Ecuadorian embassy in London. And all of you people will say, Oi, that was in London. Doesn't, ma'am. doesn't matter. That's one of the great things about the uh, Bill of Rights, as it were, the first ten points of the U.S. Amendment. For many of them, if not all, it doesn't matter where it happened. It, these are protections that are given to the citizens of the nation against abuse by their government. and It doesn't matter where it happens. Of course, if you want to try the case, you've got to do that in US. Where it happens, doesn't matter. There is no territorial limitation. Uh, and so the, one of the points of this is the sort of concluding remarks, which uh, it's a bit subtle. So go and read below. But the summary of it is that these, these aren't like once-off things. There's a pattern happening here, and that shows a program. And so the point is... Uh, well, OK, uh, CIA, if you had a program of, of thoroughly you know, ransacking other people's phones you must. and they were US citizens and you knew it, then uh, what are you going to do about the Fourth Amendment? You know, Did you have a warrant or not? If so, what was it, et cetera. So um, uh, Judge Kirtle has taken an interest in the uh, shenanigans that the government lawyers are trying to run, and I think he's sort of calling them out on it. Anyway, check it out. Good article by Kevin Gostola for his uh, outfit, Called Shadowproof, but the name of the uh, sort of uh, publication website is The Dissenter. So have a go there. And then on the video front, we've got a whole whack of stuff. I cannot recommend enough the top of the list here, which is uh, Regis Tremblay interviews Dimitri Lascaris, who's the Canadian uh, lawyer turned activist and journalist to some degree. And it's an absolutely brilliant discussion that begins on looking at what's going down in Gaza slash Palestine slash Israel, and Lascaris just rolls it out. Very good. Uh, and then there's going to be a, another episode next week or whenever, uh, which is part two, looking at the declining U.S. empire. And then we've got the usual interviews uh, with uh, conducted by Napolitano, so we've got L.C. Cook, uh, Douglas McGregor, and in this case Matthew Ho. Both of them, are, All three of those are great. Uh, then we have a... Uh, what is actually an article, but it references a video, and I consider the video sufficiently important that I've stuck it down here in videos. And the article is What Died 60 Years Ago? And on from that title, I propose the following question. Did anybody notice anything go down on Wednesday, which was the 60th anniversary of the US assassination of the sitting president at the time, JFK? Not a peep. Not peep did I see, except here from... Patrick Lawrence. So um, check out, good article. Uh, He actually comes out with a line, which I think is uh, possibly a winner of all time. He asks the question, is it that JFK was the first post-exceptionalist US president? I love that line. Very clever use of words. Good old Mr. Mr. Lawrence. He's good at that. Moving along, we have Gabor Maté. So that's Aaron Maté's father, who's a psychologist who specialises in trauma, because he got the trauma kicked out of him um, as a young person fleeing Nazi Germany, how about that? He visits Robert Shear's USC classrooms, is the first video, and there's another one. Doctors Gabor Mate and Tarek Lubani discuss Israel's medical siege of Gaza, both of those by Shearpost. And in a complete turn up for the books, the newsletter actually published more than one article in a week, Mike. Gosh, there were four of them. And they were the article on McRide, uh, which is two, part two of a part three series. Part three, where all the anger and fist shaking and shoe throwing comes out. That's coming this week sometime, I hope. But I hope uh, you, from that article, got some ideas about what's going down. Um, there's a bit of time spent clarifying the complexity of the Australian legal uh, system or its judiciary, as they say. Uh, So sorry about that in the article, but it sort of mattered so that one is not confused by why one can appeal from the Supreme Court. That's the ACT Supreme Court and the High Court of Australia is the court above that. So it's a bit arse backwards in terms of US naming terminology. Uh, but anyway, and then we have uh, an Israeli catastrophic counterintelligence failure, which was uh, the title that came from a comment or a few comments that were made by Crook, which I mentioned above. Uh, so that's cool and Groovy. And then we have a final little article, uh, having a chocolate Van der Crazy's, exp- <laughs> Van der Crazy's expense while watching border regions, uh, in which I do a bit of a wander around uh, Eastern Europe and look at uh, what's going down there in response to the... That shit stupidity, known as the Ukrainian Proxy War. Uh, and then I sort of venture further afield to the Maldives uh, and mention the Chagos Islands and so forth, and that's where Craig Murray makes another return. So, friend of Assange, it's all sort of looped around in the end. And lastly, I had a bit of a strange time uh, trying to run a live update sort of uh, day in, in solidarity with the poor people at the ABC who had to do this. And uh, that turned into a bit of an experiment because it couldn't work out for the life of me why it was that Substack wouldn't tell all of you guys about it. Uh, but uh, So I ran a bit of an experiment for the fun of it and that's a rec- record of, of how sort of stupid and weird that was. Um, so have fun with that. But the thing I wanted to mention actually comes from the interview between Regis Tremblay and um, Lascaris. Lascaris makes the point that Uh, If you're a member, if you've signed up to the Genocide Convention, the Convention on Genocide, we don't want this, that convention, which has been around since 54, 48, whatever, like ages ago. Uh, And, of course, everyone's a signatory. Uh, Not that that matters. Uh, Because if you are are a uh, signatory to the convention and you are aware that there is a genocide going on, then there's a whole bunch of things that you're meant to actively do. Like, it's not okay just to sort of sit there and go, Oh, really? No, you actually have to get involved and attempt to prevent the genocide. That's what the convention says. And so the question that's put to Lascaris is Is anyone doing that? And Lascaris says, Yes. And for example, South Africa, uh, who know a thing or two about apartheid, uh, they basically went to the, uh, the uh, Israeli embassy and said, Oi, get the hell out of here, all of you, right now. And then they boarded the damn place up, made a mausoleum out of it, good on them, and they get, Oi, guys our diplomats over there in Tel Aviv, come here, come back home. We're not talking to these bastards anymore. And a few other people have done the same thing, severance of diplomatic relations. They were Bolivia and a few other people here and there. However, there is one thing that I've noticed, and I, I've, the article by Pepe Escobar up above is brilliant. Um, sorry, I, I skipped that, but I'm going to stick it in there. And a few others, and they're all saying no one's really doing anything to stop the, um, the Israelis and so forth. Bullshit. There are two nations who are absolutely complying to the letter of the convention's suggestion. And they are Yemen and Hezbo- and uh, Lebanon. They are actually attacking Israel. They are the people who are complying with the gen- genocide convention, which says you have to get actively involved in stopping it. And I can't think of anybody else who's being more active in that than... Hezbollah on the part of Lebanon and the Houthis in Yemen are on the part of Yemen. So there you go, two nations are doing what they're meant to do and trying to prevent the genocide by engaging. Israel's defence forces on other fronts, so they can't do so much killing in Gaza. This I got so heads up about, I had to write an article. And it's going to be a beautiful day here, and I think that'll do for now. Have a great week. Catch you then. Bye. Yes, X or no audio.